tell you, get rolled. It was the love that was there too. Right on here with Okay, welcome all to Americana the American Way. I am Big John. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. On both of those social media platforms. And. Talking about being set free. Huh. Interesting. Let me lay the background of this story for you. Now, as y'all know I'm a wrestling fan. Um, I like. I've liked professional wrestling since I was a kid. Um. I've watched it and followed it as, as a you know, form of entertainment and as a sport. Uh, I've met some of the wrestlers uh, you see on TV now before they became famous. I've met some WWE or WWF wrestlers uh, after they were famous, while they were famous, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I think... Honestly, two of the best wrestlers out there right now are Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, I think Sasha Banks could have a good match with a broomstick. That's a, a wrestling term that you could basically have a good wrestling match with anyone. Uh, she and people like Bailey. Uh, Charlotte Flair <clears throat> have stolen the show at many, many wrestling events. Uh, upstaged the men for sure. Um, even the great Jim Cornette said on the last WWE uh, Premium Live event that Charlotte Flair and... Ronda Rousey were the best grudge match on the card in, in a long time. Uh, and he said, you know, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes were the other best match on that card. But the women were the the main event. They were the, Ronda and Charlotte were the reason you tuned in to watch. But on to Becky, or Sasha and Naomi, um, the background for this is they were promised big, big roles going into WrestleMania and big roles coming out of WrestleMania. And instead, they got paired up as a tag team and became the women's tag team champions. And... Tag Team Wrestling is not big on Vince McMahon's priority list, although I think it's one of the best ways, uh, best, most entertaining wrestling matches can be a tag team match when it's good work. So Sasha and Naomi get these women's tag team title belts out of the blue. Uh, they 
get paired up as a team on the spur of the moment, and they made it work. They got themselves and the women's tag belts over, and they maybe took it a little too seriously, but they put the work, their side of the story is they put the work in to being women's tag champions and getting this angle, this storyline uh, over with the fans. And they get some of the biggest reactions from the fans, whether they're tag tagging together or uh, individually. <clears throat> so they show up on Monday Night Raw the other night and get told they're going to be put into a six-pack challenge match, a six-woman match, all six women in the ring just working, working, working. Two of the women in that match would have made it a bad match, honestly. Um, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Uh, I just don't see them as being able to work with four other women in a, a tornado of a match. But nonetheless, Sasha and Naomi decided this was an insult to their hard work to get the women's tag team championships over. And so they end up, after having a, a long day to work their match out and work everything out, they met with Vince McMahon once. They tried to meet with him a second time. Uh, rumors have it the plan was to split the team and then have um, Naomi go into a feud with the Raw Women's Champion, who I can't even name right now. Oh, Bianca Belair, who's also one of the most athletic women in wrestling. One of the most athletic people in wrestling, period. Uh, and then Sasha was going to go into a feud with Ronda Rousey, and they were both going to lose to their uh, opponents at the next premium live event. And they wouldn't defend the women's tag titles until uh, Money in the Bank, which is a couple months away. So they didn't like this. So they walked out. Now this isn't the first time Sasha Banks has walked out on the company. Uh, the last time was also after... Uh, her and Bailey were the women's tag champions going into WrestleMania. They lost to a team called the Iconics, uh, who were improving wrestlers. And once they were turned, the Iconics were turned super bad guys and were just beating people up. They were doing really well. But before that, when they were a little bit of a joke that were just um, annoyingly funny, annoying heels, they weren't really respected as a tag team, even though they were nothing but a tag team their whole run with WWE. So Sasha walked out on WWE after that WrestleMania. And she said it had nothing to do with dropping 
the women's tag team titles to a team that was seen as a few notches below her and Bailey. Uh, that she had done nothing but watch and dream and be a wrestler her whole life since she was like 11 years old and she was just burnt out and she needed a new new beginning and a fresh start that you know she hates when fans meet her at the airport in the middle of the night she hates the fact that nobody had called her mercedes for years that she's only known as sasha banks now mercedes whatever her last name is um, I just, not disrespect, I just can't remember it right now. Uh, she has a role on uh, The Mandalorian, the Star Wars show. She had a prominent role in some Super Bowl commercials. So she has options outside of wrestling. But she enjoys wrestling. We share the same favorite wrestler, Eddie Guerrero. But the thing was, she felt disrespected again because the women worked hard to get this tag team division and then the WWE and Vince McMahon specifically don't take it seriously there's also the jerk the creepy scummy Johnny Ace John Laurinaitis who I have no idea why he's around WWE but uh he told the had a two-hour meeting with the girls at NXT, the women, pardon me, told them to dress sexier, to wear fishnets and dress like uh, this one girl, Mandy Rose. Well, not everyone has Mandy Rose's body, some of the women said. We don't want to be known for our looks or our fishnets and booty shorts. We want to be known for wrestling. What a novel concept wrestling at a wrestling show and that's how Sasha Banks feels so they went through all these meetings with Vince and then they just together Naomi and Sasha went to John Laurinaitis put the belts on his desk and said we're leaving and they walked out on the company like that so wrestlinginc.com has this article I can get the thing to scroll. As Sasha Banks and Naomi continued to dominate the headlines for their decision to walk out of WWE Raw, more updates continue to emerge. A report from Fightful Select gives some insight. A quote, one outlet, outlet indicated they often see criticism of WWE's handling of the champions, the tag team division, the number of women's tag teams, and the booking of women in general. But see even more criticism when the talent stand up against it, the site noted. So, yeah, Vince doesn't like people standing up to him too often. He will listen and take your opinion. But... If you can't com convey your opinion or the direction you want for your character or your gimmick, he's not going to go along with it. He's going to say, no, this is the way we want to do it, and that's that, because it's my company. Uh, 
so it says a com consensus among talent who talked to Fightful is that leaving during a show you were scheduled for before that segment is something that is likely to lead to you getting buried throughout said show. Uh, yeah, the, the WWE announcers, specifically Corey Graves, were not very uh, easy on Sasha and Naomi for walking out. Now, it's known that Vince McMahon tells the announcers through their headsets what to say. So Vince may have been feeding him lines from backstage. Uh, I don't know, but it's not, not good for your wrestling career. To have Vince McMahon pissed off at you. That's for damn sure. Uh, as an established WWE star responded to the comparisons of Austin walking out in 2002. Pointing out that Austin walked out long before airtime. So, so back in 2002, Stone Cold was supposed to put young Brock Lesnar over in a one-off match. Uh, that didn't lead to any feud. And Stone Cold said, well, that would kill my character. Why not let me and Brock have a series of matches and a feud? And they just said, no, we want you to lose to Brock Lesnar because we're pushing him. Fightful also spoke with a female superstar who didn't see anything particularly egregious worth leaving the show over but understands the creative frustration. Reports suggest there are several people within WWE who are supportive of Naomi and Sasha's stance, but the much larger population ties in the not being happy with creative is fine, walking out is fine, but walking out during a show isn't fine. So they didn't just walk out before the show and say we're not doing this they didn't just say no we're not doing this match they waited till the show was in progress and i noticed there was this really weird backstage segment with becky lynch and uh adam pierce when i was watching i'm like why why the heck is wwe doing this this is stupid they've advertised a six-woman match for the main event for like an hour and now they're changing it and here I thought it was just the, I've gotten used to bad booking by WWE, so I thought that's just what this was. <laughs> no, it wasn't. They legit walked out after the show started. Uh, people outside the company had plenty to say about the matter, including former talent who admitted they didn't fully understand the situation, but it took balls to do what Sasha and Naomi did. I've heard a lot of people say that this is uncharacteristic of Naomi. Uh, Sasha, like I said, did walk away after the WrestleMania loss to the Iconics. But some people were saying that you know Naomi wouldn't really do this unless Sasha had agged her on or uh, yeah, agged her on to do it. Um, so let's see what else. Uh, some people were surprised with the pay scale at the WWE right now that the two women deemed a creative situation worth walking out on. Yeah, they're both making pretty good bank for what they're doing. And they're two of the best. 
um, <clears throat> regarding how her fellow employees felt about Sasha Banks' prior incident, several claimed that things had seemed to have eased up in that regard in recent months. One of the staff members said while they'd not had positive experiences with Banks in the past, they understood why she walked out during the show. They noted that once a 8 p.m. 8 p.m. rolled around, she wasn't going to be able to speak to Vince McMahon, and she knew she wasn't going to work the match, so there was no need to stick around. That's still not cool. You still have fans. Even though the six-woman match I don't think was advertised until the night of the show, there are people that paid to see Sasha Banks wrestle. Um, I saw her wrestle Charlotte Flair at the, the Arnold Classic bodybuilding show, and Sasha is phenomenal. She's a phenomenal wrestler with ring psychology. Uh, she's a great heel worker. It's just amazing uh, that she would do this, though. Uh, it's very unprofessional. But like I said, she's been unprofessional with fans that, you know, come. And, you know, it's creepy guys. I get it. They find out your plane, uh, what time your plane is landing. Because they know your real name and through the internet you can find what flight somebody's on. And they come to the airport at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning after you've flown all night from one city to the next. And uh, want to get pictures with you. And yeah, that's not cool. But Sasha really doesn't like unplanned fan visits. I mean, I've seen her be really nice to little girls when it's a planned uh, promotional thing for, let's face it, when WWE visits a children's hospital, it's a public relations thing for the WWE. Or when they visit a school or something, it's a public relations thing. But I have seen her be good to people at those type of events. So anyways, finally someone reported close to the situation. WWE believes that WWE released their statement as, quote, a way to pit those talent against each other. That same person believes, however, that, quote, all those involved would be quick to reach out to one another and clear up any misconceptions. Uh, rumors have it Sasha's had a bad issue backstage with people. And truthfully, she should always be at the top of the women's card. I mean, she should be at the top of the card with almost every uh, WWE event. But her and Charlotte Flair have gotten such big egos because of how good they can wrestle because of they're two of the women that the WWE goes to when they need to get other talent over and have a great match on pay-per-view or premium live event. They've gotten an ego. I mean, WWE might as well bring in Tessa Blanchard at this point 
if they're going to have these women stick around that have nuclear heat, as they call it, with other wrestlers. I mean, someone said, you know, when Tessa Blanchard gets heat, she gets, she goes nuclear, and Tessa made a t-shirt of it and sold it and made money off of it when it was meant to be an insult, and she knew it. But uh, if you're going to have, you know, great women wrestlers that have, you know, shitty attitudes, and a lot of wrestlers are that way. I mean, JBL was known as one of the biggest bullies in uh, wrestling until Joey, scrawny little Joey Styles knocked his ass out. Uh, and he got knocked the heck out during the Brawl for All tournament, which I'd never watched. That was something Vince Russo came up with. What a lot of wrestlers had backstage egos. It's part of wrestling. You know, the thing I, I find interesting is that there's a wrestler, Chelsea Green, who's mediocre at best. Uh, and she said, oh, Tessa Blanchard bullied me. When Tessa Blanchard was, like, tweeting, uh, this is when all women should stick together the night that she was wrestling a man for a men's world championship. And uh, Chelsea said, you know, why should we stick together when you bullied me? I'm like, you're a wrestler. How do you get bullied? You know, somebody bullies you, punch them in the mouth. It's wrestling. <laughs> but whatever. I guess the good old days for me and Jim Cornette and the Harley races of wrestling are over. Uh, it's all soft video game players that play tough guys and tough girls these days. Let me take a break and I'll read uh, an article from uh, What Culture Wrestling, one of my favorite wrestling news sites. WhatCulture.com slash WWE is reporting the WWE locker room is reportedly unsympathetic towards Sasha Banks and Naomi following the women's tag team champions walkout this raw walkout this week. Covered in detail on Tuesday, Banks and Naomi left this week's raw broadcast during the show with a uh, um, mired of Mairead, uh or pardon me, mired in creative issues cited as the reason. Details are still emerging on the developing situation, but a number of well-known wrestling figures have voiced support for Naomi and Banks on social media, Bailey, Dax Harwood, and more. It doesn't sound like they are receiving a great deal of support from people within the WWE. So Dax Harwood uh, is part of uh, a tag team. What were they initially called? They became known as FTR. Oh, they were the Revival. They were like old school. They are great wrestlers. Great tag team ring psychology. And... They were just shit on by WWE. 
They're made into a laughing stock. You know, Bailey has had creative issues with WWE. Now, she's been out with an injury for a while, so that's why she hasn't been on TV and things. But she, at times, is not like the creative uh, process for the women's division. And honestly, WWE has a lot of chiefs and not enough Indians. Uh, the women loved working with Dusty Rhodes, one of the greatest minds in wrestling history. Uh, a lot of them, like Sasha Banks being one of the main ones, gave, gave her the encouragement. People didn't like the boss gimmick that she, was, she put together to make herself stand out. And Dusty said, do you like it? Are you getting it over? Then stick with it and don't listen to them. And then she she rode that gimmick to be one of the best wrestlers out there. Just being a really great wrestler wasn't enough. She had to have a, a gimmick to set herself apart. And the boss gimmick with the uh, brass knuckles or big rings on her fingers that say legit boss when she puts her fist together... The big glasses, acting like she's a player, like she's the boss, the gangsta. That made her over, and people didn't like it. But Dusty Rhodes, who is a, a legend, great wrestling mind, great mind for building characters and gimmicks and angles and building to a big, big payoff. He said, stick with it because... If it works for you, the fans are going to like it. If you can put yourself in that position and make people believe that that's you, you're going to go far. So, uh, following, on, following on from an initial report from PW Insider, Wade Keller, Brian Alvarez confirmed on Wrestling Observer Live that although there will be expectations like Naomi's husband Jimmy or pardon me exceptions like Naomi's husband Jimmy Uso he has not heard a single sympathetic party on the WWE roster the company personnel in general are not sticking up for Banks and Naomi terms like mark which is somebody that believes wrestling is too real takes wrestling too seriously and effing Mark and Diva have been thrown around with Sasha seemingly being the prime target. Uh, that's something I said before. She, she wanted to be famous. She wanted to be as famous as Eddie Guerrero. She wanted to be on TV. She wanted the fame and the fortune and the limelight that came with wrestling. But then when she got it, she didn't like it. She didn't like the fans coming up to her at the airport and asking for autographs and pictures. Well, these are people that idolize you. This is what you wanted, right? Now, I do want to give Sasha some credit. In life, she, for, she foregoed high school. She went to school online before it was like a, a really big thing. 
Uh, she went to school online so she could be at home and take care of her brother who's mentally handicapped. And because her mom had to go out and work. And, you know, she said she got in love with wrestling because it was her only relief from that, you know, home life. And so I give her cred for taking care of her brother and putting her life on hold in high school. I mean, how many high school kids would do that? Not very many. So, uh, and after she became famous, she found out she was cousins to Snoop Dogg. She did not become famous because of Snoop Dogg. That came later. But I will give her credit where credit is due. But she doesn't need to have a diva attitude or a prima donna attitude. Um... So that's where the article ends. Andy H. Murray at Andy H. Murray on Twitter uh, has some things he contributed to this article. So you can follow Andy H. Murray on Twitter. Um, but to end it all, you know, this is your job. And the boss didn't understand. The boss is in Vince McMahon, not the boss gimmick, Sasha Banks. Vince McMahon and others did not understand why Naomi and Sasha would want to put the women's tag team titles, wouldn't want to put the tag team titles aside and then go on and have a main event program with uh, Bianca Belair and Naomi and Sasha and Ronda Rousey. That could... Rhonda and Sasha could have been a great feud, a great program. But, again, creatively, Sasha and Naomi said, Look, you stuck us with this gimmick. We pushed it. We made it get over. We made it work for us after you didn't live up to other promises about big matches and big pushes going into WrestleMania and after WrestleMania. And then we made something, we made chicken salad out of chicken shit, and now you're dumping us. You're telling us to dump this gimmick, put these belts aside, and just carry them to the ring. And they think they're, it seems as though they think they're making women's wrestling better by making those women's tag team titles mean something. And like I said, I don't even know why Vince McMahon has tag team wrestling if he doesn't like it and doesn't want to take it seriously, other than it's something to give people a way to give people something to do. I guess that's the way he sees it, and that's not good. Uh, like I said, tag team wrestling was always one of my favorite parts of wrestling. When I was a kid, there were all kinds of tag teams, and they were tag team partners forever. Now it seems like people become tag teams just so they can split the tag team up. <laughs> you know, oh, we'll do that storyline where they're a team, and then they break up, and they fight one another. That wasn't even the angle for Sasha and Naomi. They weren't going to break up. They were just going to go into feuds with other people, and then come back and be women's champions well the good thing is 
the WWE has a great woman wrestler named Raquel Gonzalez, or I guess she's now Raquel Rodriguez. And she had a great match with Ronda Rousey. And so maybe Sasha leaving can help that feud between Rousey and Raquel continue. Because being in a main event program with Ronda Rousey will elevate Raquel, although Raquel's the better professional wrestler. Ronda is seen as the, uh, or Raquel is seen as the better. Ronda is the badass in real life, supposedly. And Raquel is the badass of professional wrestling. And they had a match where on SmackDown, Raquel went over, but she lost the match to Ronda by a surprise roll-up. So it kept Raquel strong. So the WWE has all of the best wrestlers in the world. Sasha, Naomi, Charlotte. Yeah, they can go to Tony Khan's All Elite Wrestling if they want to. But you're, And they'll be great wrestlers. They'll be a great steal if All Elite Wrestling can steal them when the WWE... I, I think they need to release these two. Or at least Sasha. This is the second time she's pulled this. But um, Naomi's probably the second or third best athlete. Bianca Belair is by far the best athlete in the women's division. And it's between Charlotte Flair and Naomi for the second best athlete. Charlotte beats everybody except for Sasha Banks when it comes to character work and ring psychology. So, there's an opportunity for women's wrestling to be really big, but sometimes you can't be the Bret Hart and say, I'm not going to lose in Canada. Uh, you got to go with the flow and realize wrestling ebbs and flows. People move up and down the card all the time. And just because you're not being pushed to the moon right this second doesn't mean you're not going to be. And just because you were in the stars and then they brought you back down to earth doesn't mean you're not going to get shot back into the stars again very soon. I mean, people get legitimately injured. Charlotte is off getting married or something. And, um, you know, now they're, because Charlotte's off getting married, because Becky Lynch was out having a baby, there were chances for other people to rise. Now, Asuka, a phenomenal wrestler, uh, her and Becky Lynch put on an outstanding main event in place of this six-pack challenge thing. And Asuka now gets that shot with Bianca Belair, which is going to be a great wrestling match. Bianca's starting to learn the ring psychology. She's a great athlete. Asuka already gets the ring psychology, and she's already a great athlete. Uh, they just didn't do enough with Asuka when Becky forfeited the women's title to Asuka uh, during Becky's pregnancy, which coincided with the pandemic. But anyhow... 
strange, strange things. Never say never. Who knows? You might see Sasha Banks and maybe Sasha and Naomi will come out on the, the bright side of this and they'll take the women's tag team division more seriously. I don't know. I'd love to see that be the outcome to this fiasco, but I don't, I don't think it will be. I think, I think Sasha may get released. Uh, you don't piss off Vince McMahon too often. And he gave her a lot of lead way after that WrestleMania when she decided she needed a break. So, anyhow, God bless y'all. Pray for one another. And watch wrestling. If you need a relief, a stress reliever in your life, watch wrestling. I don't know. That's the best ending I could come up with.